Hey! <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're live. We are live. Mm-hmm. We are here. We are here. God is amazing. Hallelujah. God is amazing. I'm um, going to give you guys a few minutes to come on in before we get started. Um, but we just want to say... Um, Happy Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, Happy Father's Day. Happy yeah. Father's Day. To all Happy the fathers Father. out there, Happy Father's Day. Yes, yeah. that's what we want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're just waiting for a few people to come on live. Yes. Uh, well, come on the podcast, as they say. Yes. But we want to thank y'all tonight for being on with us. Yes. And I hope y'all had a blessed and wonderful Father's Day. I'm yes. still having it. Mm-hmm. You got to enjoy your Father's Day. Yes. Well, you want to just welcome people? Yes. Well, we just want to welcome you to the Marriage Cafe where yeah, marriages marriage come alive, alive through, through the, the Word, Word of God. God. I'm Prophet Sarah Pittman. And I'm Bishop William Pittman. And we just want to welcome you all in. We want to welcome people as they come in. Um, we are podcasting as well. So, um, you know, we don't give personal shout outs. That's the reason why. Um, but we want to say thank you guys for joining us. We are so grateful to be able to come to you guys every week and talk about marriage. So yes. anyway, how was you guys week? And hopefully it was good. How was your week this year? It was good. You had a good week? It was good. It wasn't bad at all. Not bad. My week was pretty good too as well. Just yeah. working on some new stuff mm-hmm. that I got coming out. Um, still working on my new book. Almost done. Well, pretty much done. Just got a few more things to touch up on it. But um, and new products and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's been a, a very productive week oh, for me um, with everything that I'm mm-hmm. working on for his marriage and stuff. You don't want to bring couples closer together, you know? It's a lot going on right now. Yes. It's a lot going on. Got yeah. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, what do you think mm-hmm. about the pandemic? Oh, it's uh. <laughs> what did I say? Why you throw that at me? No, I'm just no, saying. No, 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 you know no. how but it's something how, you know, like, see, at this time that all the stuff that's going on, you know, in this season, in this time, you know, like you said, the pandemic, mm-hmm. protesting, I mean, it's just so much going on right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, you just need to stay in prayer, stay focused, yeah. and make sure you hear from God in this season. Yes. You know, so many people are rushing to be out there, you know, going to the beach, all kind of places, you know, and I thought about it, you you know, we do need people. We need one another. Yes. But, you know, you got so many ways now that you can talk to people over the internet, mm-hmm. your phone. You can do so much stuff. So you got to use a little wisdom in this season. If mm-hmm. I would tell you any uh, anything, you don't know because now some states is still, you know, the spread of it is like, you know, it's taking off again. People are dying. Yeah. So you really got to take it serious. You know, mm-hmm. some people, they think it's a big thing not to wear their mask. If, if you want to go out, wear your mask. Mm-hmm. You know, do why, you know, just be safe. Yes. If, you know, if we could tell you anything on this Father's Day, mm-hmm. stop trying to be like, you're so tough. You got so many people walking around just rebellious, want to be tough and all this kind of stuff. Put on your mask and yes. just do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't let it come back on you because a lot of a lot of men, you know, that's how we were taught. Don't cry, don't do this, don't mm-hmm. do that. And then we tough and all that. And then you get the virus and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Then you yeah. want somebody to pray for you, you take you to the doctor and all this. Mm-hmm. So if you can avoid some of this, this is what we're saying to you tonight. If you can avoid it, just avoid it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't be hard-headed because yes. you've grown. We keep hearing this because I hear from, we hear from our grown I'm grown now. You can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's a lot, lot of grown people 
that do what they want to do and find themselves in a bad situation. Yes. And it costs them their lives because mm -hmm. you're so grown. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You could be grown, but you got to be smart. You got to use some wisdom. You got to have some common sense. Yes. If somebody, you never know who's out there plotting on you or trying to do this or whatever. I'm not planning on going there, but we're going to pray in a minute. But I don't know who I'm speaking to because sometimes God uses this way. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you can set up scripture and all that. And you never know how the Holy Spirit want to take you, mm -hmm. you know. So young people, you know, there's nothing wrong with you going out. Tell your parents where you're going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even grown. Mm -hmm. Like me, I'm grown. I don't have to tell my wife nothing. But if I'm going to see over for work, I tell her. I call yeah. her. Hey, baby, I'm say over. That's just being That's grown. Just it's being responsible. Yeah. If you're grown, you can say, hey, I'm going out to the club tonight. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be grown. Mm -hmm. I'm going over to my friend's house. Mm -hmm. Well, at least somebody know where you are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got to say, well, you grown. You just went out. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know where they at. Find <laughs> up two or three days yeah. later. We can't even report you was missing until, yep. you know, we, we know probably could have saved you. We don't know where you went. We yeah. don't know where you was. Oh, no, no. You know, we probably know where, you know, to tell the police something. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. All right, let's go. Let's Hallelujah. Go. Let's pray. All right, go ahead. Dear Lord, I'm so thankful and so grateful for another opportunity to come on live yes. with your people, Father, thank and you, you being in our presence. Yes. So, Lord, I thank you for this Father's Day, yes. and I thank you for all the fathers that tune in tonight yes. and all your people. Just give us the words to say, and we just send up this wonderful prayer in your loving son. Jesus' name we Jesus. pray. Amen. 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 God is amazing. God is amazing. He really I just, is. You know, I'm going to start off. I wasn't going to do it. But uh, I try not to be like uh, uh, what political. Yeah, I'm trying not to go there tonight because that's why I kind of separated my broadcast from the marriage cafe. But also, I was looking at it. it; just came to me before I came on. I was like a little early. I was like, where the Father's Day even came from? Yes. Sometimes, you know what? I think when you get into a uh, where we are now in our lives, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it just takes some time to see where things. Where uh, things originate. Yeah, yeah, like history yeah. and Where all this kind of stuff. Because you do need that. And, and to be honest, I was telling a partner of mine that I work with, I was like, I asked them, I said, when you was out in high school, did you take up like history and stuff like that? I had like science and math, but I never had like our history. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the history stuff, I never, I didn't know. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know like about Juneteenth Day, the mm -hmm. days of slaves yes. and free. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know now about Father's Day. I didn't know Father's Day was... It was started in uh, June 19th. I mean, June the 19th day, 1910. Mm. Now, I thought about that. When I looked it up, it was like, why would they put Father's Day on, on the June day the slaves 10th. was free? Mm -hmm. and, why, and it started in Washington. Yes. Isn't that something, y'all? Yes. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Mm -hmm. But if you read it up, just Google some stuff and start looking it yes. up, how it happened. Mm -hmm. And then they said it was a lady that brought up. She wanted to do something special for her mother because mm -hmm. her mother worked and stuff like that and was working hard. Mm -hmm. So she came up with it. Make a long story short, uh, a retail store owner uh, found that, you know, people was buying gifts and stuff for their moms and stuff. So mm -hmm. they took it and they promoted it, yes. you know, because they see they can make money on this day. Mm -hmm. So if you read your history, you see where it come from. And, and the reason I'm saying is you don't have to put a lot in Father's Day and Mother's Day, mm -hmm. because if your parents love you and you love them, a lot of time, man, you know, you hear a child say, you know what? I love you and I respect you, dad. And, and I love what you did for me. 
Sometimes I, I really don't even care about a gift or anything. Mm -hmm. Even Christmas, you know, when you get grown, when you're a child, you want to give. Oh, mom, dad, you gonna give me a gift and all this kind of stuff? Because yeah. that's what you was taught. Yes. But now it's the little things. I'll mess with them. Say, hey, what did you get me and stuff like that? But you know what? If I know that my wife and my children love me, that's more important out there. Getting in debt or doing spending your credit card up to get me something when it's more than that. Yeah. It's that love. It's that um just being appreciate, you know, appreciative about, you know, a parent going out there working for you and taking care of you. You know what? And I love what you said earlier. When you know that your parents are working hard and all that for you, that's gonna make the children want to respect you. Yeah, it's gonna make that's, them that's gonna make you, you want to clean up the house because you know anyway. I know my mom and dad out there working yeah, hard. Right. So let me see what I can do. Yeah, and I love it to see that because really that's sowing seed. Mm -hmm. Whatever seeds you plant in your home with your son and your daughter, mm -hmm. that's what they gonna take. Yeah. You may say, "Yeah, you ain't learn." We always say that, and that's what I get. You ain't learned nothing from me. But no, when I look at them seriously, mm -hmm. they learned a lot from us because. Yeah. They, the way my youngest daughter talk, my oldest daughter, when I listen to them, you know, and right. I can say this loud, yeah. we are really proud of our children. Yes. They grown, yes. but they're doing well. And they're doing well. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about it. And then you listen to them sometimes, they'll say something we said. Yes. And I really want to say, we told you that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's funny, but it's see. But they thought they wasn't going to never go through this. You yes, know what I'm saying? They, 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 they thought none of they this was going to happen thought, to them. Yeah, they were never going to have to use anything yeah. they learned. Yeah. yeah. But to come to find out, they say the same thing we say now. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's just wonderful to see that our life, you know, we look at them. They got a lot of us in them. Yes. And they trying to live the same way because we love the Lord. Yes. And see, that was, and I was thinking about it earlier. I'm not going to be long. No, go ahead. I was thinking about it when, because my father wasn't in my home. But mm -hmm. my grandfather was there, my grandmother. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they made us they made us go to church. When the church doors was open, we went. Yes. We would think now, hey, that wasn't good for us to go to church. Mm -hmm. No, your children need to learn something. You yes. setting the groundwork or whatever. Yes. When you got a child that learns a certain religion or whatever, mm -hmm. they learn it because of their parents. You yes. learn about Christmas because of your parents. Yes. You learn about certain things because of your parents. Mm -hmm. You know, I learned about Christmas because of my mom. You know what I'm saying? I learned about God because of my grandmother, my grandfather. They went to church all the time. You see what I'm learning? That's they good. put that in. I learned how to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, respect. You know what I'm saying? Somebody came over to the house. You say they gave you something. Thank you. There's nothing wrong with it. Teach your children respect. Whatever they learn, they learning it from you. Mm -hmm. You can't say, oh, man, my child, look at what he's doing. Whatever she's doing or he's doing, they doing it because of you. Yeah. You didn't Whatever teach them right. Whatever you taught them. Whatever that's... they grew up learning. Exactly. Is what is coming out of them as an adult. So now the question is, when you got them a certain age, you got to teach them. So when they get out there on their own, they're not going to go with other kids and do whatever. Yes. Why? Because they got a strong base from their home. Yes. Or they know what the Lord yes. is saying. That's right. why it says teach them. A strong foundation. Train them in the way, you know, they should go. Yes. They won't depart from it. Scripture right. is true. Yes. If you teach them right, they're going to go the right way. Yes, I don't know who I'm talking to That's tonight, good. but I just want to say that was in my heart. That go ahead, good. Prophetess. That's good. I wanted to read first the difference between a father and a dad. But there is a difference if you don't know. But that's what we're talking about tonight. You know, the father and, and, and his place and different things at home. So what is the difference between a father and a dad? Okay. Number one, um, a father is someone who believes that by donating his sperm for uh, his for creation, he has done his duty in life. 
That's mm-hmm. what a father thinks. A father thinks that all he had to do was donate. He done did his part with creating, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be a boy or a girl, and now he done moved on or whatever it is, whatever. And he feels as though that that's what he was supposed to be supposed to have done. But a dad, now this is what I want you to listen to. A dad is someone who gets up er, gets up every day and does whatever he can to put a roof over your head, clothes on your back, and food on the table. That's what a dad does, you know. Um, and that is so true. You know, mm-hmm. that is so true about and that. A dad has a heart for his children. He's not going to hurt his children. He's not going to do any of that. To mm-hmm. He's not going to leave his children. Because he has a heart for his children. He loves his children. So that's what a dad would do. But a father, which I call a sperm donor, they'll just run off and do whatever because they don't care. All they care about is that they got with the mama. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. They got the sex that they wanted. And so, hey, if a baby came out of that, well, she better handle it and take care of it. You got a lot of that running around in the world. And that's exactly why people are the way they are. That's why you have the citizens that we have in this in, in this world. Because there was no father, no real dads there to raise the children. So, and then if you had a stepfather, you know, a good one, somebody that was in your life, that somebody that was taking care of you, that's your dad. That's your dad if that person was good and that person was always there for you and that person is still there for you to this day. That's a dad. Because, like I said, a dad has a heart for his children, but a, a father, sperm donor, he don't care. He just going to keep making more babies and keep him keeping it moving to the next woman, you know, and, you know, and it's sad. Well, you know, you got a lot of, you know, it's back to what, what we was just saying is how you raised up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you raised up uh, knowing how to re, um, respect the woman, you mm-hmm. know, treat people the way you want to be treated. That's how we was taught. You know what I'm saying? So we wasn't taught to be out there sleeping around and doing all this kind of stuff. But once you get grown, you may go the wrong way or, decide to do certain things yeah. but you know what that these are your choices mm-hmm. people you got a choice to be in whatever situation you in yes when you wake up in the morning you can make a choice to change your life for the mm-hmm. better today yes and this is you don't have to stay in that situation you don't, you don't have to stay with a bad husband mm-hmm. or a bad wife no. you don't have to you can put demands on a certain situation yes. life and death is in the power of our tongue yes, you can speak is. those things mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying hey now you know i got in this marriage and I, you know, I want respect. Yes. Or, you know, hey, I married you because you was there for us in the beginning. You mm-hmm. provide for us. Now you want to stop and do this and do that. You gotta, you can call people to the carpet. You know what I'm saying? Yes. What I'm trying to say, you gotta make a choice to mm-hmm. say how much you're gonna take and what you not. Yeah. See, if you start settling for stuff in your relationship, that's how a person gonna um treat you. Mm-hmm. Like when you got a, a person that's abusive, he don't start off, he didn't come in this relationship starting off abusing you. Mm-hmm. You let it go somewhere. Yes. Or he found some people they mm-hmm. say they some people they say this, you know, when you are the uh some people try you and mm-hmm. see if they can see get over can or they try to size you up yeah. and see if they can play you. Oh, yes. But if you let that person play you one time, then they're going to try to keep playing you. Yeah. So you got to sometimes I had to step back and recognize, oh, this person trying to play me. Yes. So, you know, and I got to let him know sometimes you don't want to do it, but sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone and say, hey, I'm not the one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Know you're not going to Sometimes it ain't how big you are or whatever. You just going to have to say. Mm-hmm. Not today, baby. Yeah, you messing with the wrong yeah. man. Yeah, and there's nothing and wrong. Your, and you got a right to say that. Yeah, in your relationship, mm-hmm. 
you know, whatever you a person you getting involved with. Like I was saying, I was just thinking too, I was telling you. A person don't start off being abusive. <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna let you go. No, go I'm ahead. I'm just laughing because yeah, I know, I know I'm the conversation that we had before on. we came on the air. Go right but no, I got one thing to say. <laughs> a person don't start off being abusive. Mm -hmm. You let him get away, yes. and now he want to keep doing it. Yes. But now it's still your choice and your decision how long this gonna go on. Mm -hmm. When you get through getting black eyes and beat up and mm -hmm. and talked down to, when you get enough, enough is enough, then you will stop. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. talking to somebody else. No, there. but that's good because a woman needs to know that she has the right to sit her husband down and they and the command and demand for him to respect her mm -hmm. if he don't. And yes. then if he don't, there should be some consequences, okay, for that. Mm -hmm. You know, and vice versa with the wife. You know, the mm -hmm. husband has a you know, a, a, a right to do that too as well, to sit the wife down and say, Look, you gonna respect me, you're not gonna keep acting like this. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. And then, you know, you got to remember the kids are watching, so they see the disrespect. Mm -hmm. So whatever you are doing, that's what they're learning. And that's what it's going to come out in their relationships when they have relationships. But anyway, I wanted to say that a dad is someone who is present. Okay. A dad is present. He is there all the time, whether he be at work or whether he be home. His mind is constantly on his family. His mind is focused on what, you know, how he can help and what he can do. You know, whether it be at work or whether it be at home, you know, but that husband is, you know, present and that, that husband is, is ready, you know, to help and to do that, you know, that dad. And then a father is just more of a biological term than a role or a relationship. Because like I said, a lot of fathers don't have relationships with their children, period. You know, and they shouldn't even be called fathers really for that, you know. And um, so anyway, being a father means... Um, being a father means showing love. Well, being a dad means showing love or a father, let's just say, showing love and not expecting anything in return. Being a father means um, raising your children um, into respectable adults. I say that all the time. You know, children do grow up. Yes. And we have to make sure that they are respectable citizens in the world. Not robbing, killing, stealing, and hurting people. Okay? But respectable. Okay, so it means raising your children um, into respectable adults by teaching and by actively uh, being involved in their lives. That's a good one. Okay, That's a father a is a role model and a hero. He is a strong shoulder to cry on and someone to lift up to lift you up in your success. No way. Let me drop this one right here. That's good. Right Go right ahead. You got a good scripture right uh -huh. here for you on that. It says Psalms one hundred and three. Uh, verse 13 says this says the Lord is like a father uh -huh. to his children, uh -huh. tender and compassionate to those who fear him. That's good. And he talks about the Lord. This is yes. how the Lord treats yeah, the Lord. his children. Mm -hmm. Tender and he had compassion for yes. them because he know, you know, that they all, you know, every child is not the same. So yeah. you gotta know your children. Yeah. There's one you might have to spank. Yes. There's one you could just tell to go to the corner and sit yes. down. Yeah. There's another one you could say, you know, just raise your voice yes. and he'll sit down and yes. do whatever. So, so you gotta know your children. That's go so ahead. good. No, go no, ahead. I'm go just ahead. so so excited mm -hmm. about that part because you know, when our kids were little, they used to always wonder why they, you know, were in trouble for certain things. But I knew mm -hmm. which ones needed to be spanked and which ones that didn't need to be spanked Amen. you know and you didn't have certain ones didn't have to be spanked all the time but certain ones did have to be spanked all the time because they was always doing something they're not supposed to have yes. been doing and you know and i used to always say you know 
Stop trying to get this negative attention. If you want attention from me, don't want it negative. Don't want me to beat you because you did something you shouldn't have done to get my attention. Just come in here and talk to me about things, you know, and you have you have some kids that will come in there and freely just tell you about things. And then others that would just hold things back because they fear you or or some other reason that they have that they just don't want to talk to you. But, you know, my kids really didn't have a reason to fear us because we didn't want them to fear us in the sense that we didn't want them to be able to come tell us things because if something was happening to them, of course we want to know. We want to be able to hurt the person who did it, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, they, you know, some of them were just free, like I said, to be able to tell me. And then some didn't feel free enough, you know. Let me talk about it. But it wasn't that we weren't there for them. That's good. I love what you're saying. Now, this we is, open to hear, this so. is the difference. My mom was raised up like this. Mm-hmm. My mom, a good point, what you making? My mom said, you do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Like in our home, you couldn't come back and say something back to my no, mom. You my see mom what I'm saying? My too. grandfather because, was the same yeah, way. They no. were strong. They were tough like told. that. Do Whatever what I told you to do, you better do it. Yeah. I don't want to, you better not, you know, talk back or say anything. And the reason I say this, when I met my wife, she said, you know what? And my house was the same way. Mm-hmm. So I, my wife said, no, I'm gonna give my children, you know, a voice. A voice. They can say what's on their mind, and not to a certain level. You know what right, I'm saying? Exactly. But I was always like, no, this is the way I was taught. What I say goes. Right. You know what I'm and saying? I was taught the same but way, then, but I just didn't I, think that was right. Yeah. Because, but when I thought about looking at it, yeah. the way you were saying, it's nothing wrong with a child coming to you and say, "Mom, Dad, it's just how I feel." Right. You know. Or this what is what I think seen. About this. You know, this is what I seen that wasn't right about something. Yeah. You know, or even if it was right about something, they should be able to voice their opinion without the parent being ready to knock their heads off. Exactly. You know, because you're teaching your kids to be afraid to tell the truth or being afraid to speak their mind. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want my kids to have that fear. I didn't want them to have, have to not be able to speak their mind. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now they speak their mind a little too much, but it's all right. We have yeah, fun, like we, we have fun with it, but... <laughs> Yeah, but it's all right you know uh, what i mean but it's good sometimes they have really good advice about something that we maybe as parents might be doing that we probably yes. shouldn't you know because i i'm gonna be honest with you when we lived in orlando i used to get kids that come from the church all the time to say well you don't know my mom and them they ain't that way the way they are with y'all mm-hmm. when they home they a whole another way see and my kids you know what i'm saying my kids could they they didn't ever say that you know what I mean? Because we were the same way they saw us on the open. We were the same way behind the closed doors. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm saying you have parents that are, you know, like I said, that don't listen to their children and their children try to correct maybe some things that the parents are doing, but the parents don't want to hear it. And even the Bible tells you don't bring your child to wrath. Exactly. You know, tell the father. I was just thinking about what you just so, said. You know, a lot of it's okay kids, to listen. Yeah. You know, what you just said. <laughs> what? You were saying about why the kids they would come and tell us. They were, they were saying, mm, like mm-hmm. You should see my mom and I'm behind closed door child. They is not like that. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, that wasn't my business. But the kids, what I'm saying is, uh, kids know things. They see what their parents do every day. So if the parents are being fake out in the in the front of everybody because yeah. they're trying to, you know, impress you. The kids are going to tell it. Kids are just, that's the way kids are, honey. They just tell the truth. Mm-hmm. So it was not nothing wrong with a child being able to tell their mom or their dad, you know, I they didn't agree with something or they didn't like the way something went. And then that parent can explain to them why it might have went that way. 
Yes. My, you know, and those things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I'm going to tell you the biblical. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you the biblical uh, definition of a father. And the Bible says a father is I'm employed to bring their children up in the ways of the Lord, yes. to discipline them and to encourage comfort and instruct them. Okay. Okay. To encourage comfort and instruct them. Ephesians 64 says, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So that's what the Bible says, what a father is. A father is supposed to be there for their children. They're supposed to show them the ways of the Lord. They're supposed to discipline them. Do you hear that word discipline? Discipline. People don't discipline their kids these days. That's why these kids run around doing what they're doing and talking to adults the way they talk to them. You know, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You ain't. I mean, just because you allow a kid to have a voice, don't mean that that kid is supposed to be disrespectful in your house. Exactly. You got some kids that tell their mamas and their daddies where to go and what to do and how far mm-hmm. to get there. Well, my kids, thank you, Jesus, they was never them kind of children because mm-hmm. they know what they know what kind of mama they had. You know, they mama crazy. You know, about if I need to be. <laughs> Let me throw the scripture. Right I'm just in saying. <laughs> I got to go and goes along with what you were just saying. This scripture is so good. Right here, it says Proverbs chapter 3, mm-hmm. verse 11, verse 12. It yes. says here, my son, do not despise the Lord's discipline mm-hmm. and do not resent his rebuke mm-hmm. because the Lord disciplines those he loves yes. as a father. Yes. The son he delights in. Yes, right. See, if a you, lot of us. Yes, you have to love your children. Yeah. If you love your children, you will discipline them. You will correct them when exactly. you do something wrong. Bottom line, stop they saying they keep all this yeah. discipline them kids. They need to be disciplined. So you 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 have to mm-hmm. be that parent that do that because yeah. when you don't discipline them, you don't love them. When you let them mm-hmm. go out and be strippers on the dag on internet, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you just don't love them. Bottom line, mm-hmm. they have no business out there doing stuff like that. They have no business out there doing whatever it is that they out there, you know, street walking, whatever they doing, causing trouble, vandalizing mm-hmm. things, you know, hurting other people and and, and, and disrespecting the elderly and those kind. And, and talking crazy out their mouths. That stuff is all learned behavior. Yes. It is. Yeah. So, you know, the whole thing, like, you know, just because they've grown, you still put that, it's a little godly fear right there. That's yes. what God is saying. You should still you have know, a voice in that I'm child's grown, life. but I know I can't disrespect God. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, and I could make that decision, mm-hmm. but you better realize when you do, you don't know what God going to he will discipline you. Yes. God said, I chasten and I chastise the ones that I yes, love. That's right. You know, even God disciplined even us God at God times. And just believe in case me, you don't know. even when that child do go off and they're doing mm-hmm. all of that stuff, believe mm-hmm. me, somewhere down the line, God going to discipline them. Yes. Because they know that they was they wasn't really truly grown up in that realm of living, mm-hmm. but they chose choosing this realm of living because of the people that they decide they want to hang out with. You know, a lot of times us as parents can't really control that once they get grown because they allow other people to be influences in their lives and tell them how they should do things and, and what they should do. And they want to do what they're doing instead of having a mindset of being a leader and leading better than what they are following. Then, you know, being a follower, mm-hmm. you know, and that was something that was that I never was as a kid. You know, I never was a follower as a kid. I didn't follow to go fight and follow to go hurt people and follow to go do things I know I wasn't supposed to do. No. And I didn't go running around looking for friends. 
If they wanted to be my friend, they would have to have came to me that, to tell me that that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then if they were, they wasn't going to be those kind of people because I was not hanging around those kind of people. That was just yes. a my mindset as a kid. You know, I was always around older people. I always loved to talk to the elderly, you know, talk to them. I don't know. I just had this, I guess, uh, older spirit about me always. So um, I would love to talk to the older ladies, you know, just to hear what they got to say about whatever it was in life that was going on. That was just me. Um, but, you know, you just got these kids today. They just follow the leader and they are there doing all kind of stuff. OK, so what's a good father? Let's talk about what a good oh, father is, is because, you know, you got a lot of fathers out here and a lot of them ain't good. So let's talk about what a good one is. OK, a good father. We already know pretty much what a bad one is, so we shouldn't have to go down that list. But I'm just going to give you what a good father is supposed to be. And that is um, a good father makes all the difference in a child's life. Yes. Um, it is a uh, he's a pillar of strength. He is a pillar of support and discipline. His work is endless and oftentimes thankless. OK, fathers don't get thanked for what they do sometimes. And a good father realizes that his children are are. His realize that his children are human and that they make mistakes as part of a, uh, you know, as part of growing up. Did they human? You know, some kids, they do make mistakes, you know, you know, and our kids growing up, they made some mistakes and a lot of mistakes. And, you know, but us being pastors, sometimes, you know, sometimes when you're stepping into the ministry and God is putting you in the ministry, you want your children to be perfect, but they're not going to be perfect. And it's yes. all right that they're not perfect. Nobody wants a perfect kid. You know, you just want a kid really to tell the truth that's going to do what they need to do, you know, and but do the right thing at the same time. You know, you're not looking for them to be perfect, but, you know, and you don't want your kids to go out there doing wrong things. You just don't, you know, and especially if you know you raised them right. But we do understand that everybody make mistakes. Everybody yes. does. I, you know, exactly. I made mistakes. I'm sure you have. I don't know about all that. Please. He done made mistakes a lot of them, okay? And uh, they, and, and, uh, okay, he done made some mistakes. No, so, you know, children, you know, we need to, <laughs> no, <laughs> stop that. So we need to understand that, you know, you know, children, they do, they make mistakes. Stuff happens. Yeah, but but that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. A good dad or a mom, correct those. Everybody make mistakes. Yes. But the deal is this. That's, you use those mistakes as an example and say, hey, you know, this is how you should have handled this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm still going, you you know, you got to be disciplined about, you know, I'm going to discipline you on this. Yes. But I want you to know, because the next time you do it, you you know, you're going to get spanked to discipline again. Yes. But I'm giving you a warning this time. Mm-hmm. You ain't just beating them, beating them, but you're trying to teach them something. Yeah, you're trying to you teach them You know what I'm something. saying? Explain mm-hmm. it. Don't just whoop them, whoop them. Yes. And then you ain't telling them nothing. You ain't teaching or them you why. Are, or you're not explaining why yeah, they why are disciplined. You, yeah. You know? This and you don't always don't have to whoop to them either. You can take away things. You know, exactly. I took away stuff, you know, from mm-hmm. mine when they, you know, when they wasn't being whooped. They, you know, they couldn't go out. They had to be in or, you yes. know, I would take things that they really enjoyed at home away. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't play with it right now until they... Yeah. Learn the lesson for what it was. I always wanted my children to learn their lesson. Yes. Learn a lesson and don't do this again because this is not good. As mm-hmm. you can see, you you know, the punishment that you receive from this, I mean, this is wrong what you're doing. So I don't want you doing this no more. So, you know, that's what parents try to do. They try to mm-hmm. discipline their children because they want their children to go the right way. Yes, that's the key. 
You yeah. want your children to go the right way. Yes. You done said a mouthful. Right. You know, like any parents. Mm-hmm. You know, when you I'm pretty sure there's a lot of moms and dads say, Hey, I wish my son wasn't out there selling drugs or in gangs or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, they want them to do go to church and, yes. and or go to college, make something out of themselves, mm-hmm. have a wonderful life. So yes. they can be they your parents can be proud of you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, you got to realize some children, You, if they set on going that way, you just got to let them go. You mm-hmm. pray. Yes. And Lord, you know, you know, this is your child. Yeah. You know, I had him, but this is your child. Yes. I need you to handle him yes. or handle her. Yes. You got to release it because you, you take it on. You just going to worry, get grayer, mm-hmm. get sicker. And he's still or she going to be out there doing what they doing until God ready to get a hold of them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Sometimes yeah. it's just like a person on drugs or yes. whatever. You, some people got to hit rock bottom yep. before they before surrender they to surrender the Lord. and stop doing this yeah. stuff that they're so, doing. So you have a lot of people out there that call themselves mothers okay, and fathers. Mm-hmm. But they're not there for their children the way they need to be. They're not mm-hmm. there to truly be there to love them to care for them, to do for them what needs to be done, to give them good advice. Because I think a parent should be also a person who could give their child good advice. And especially if it's something that they've been through mm-hmm. and they are, they're able to prevent that child from having to go through that thing. They should be able to sit there and talk to them about it. You know, you should be able to do that sometimes, you know, have a family meeting. You know, we were good with that. You know, we love to do family meetings, have everybody get to the table and then we all sit there and we all talk about whatever the situation could, what it, what it is and how we can solve the situation. You know, a lot of times it's not for, for us to, you know, to throw the child away or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's for us to sometimes sit down and come, come together as a family for a solution to the, for the situation, you know, to help the child to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And me, you know, always, you know, I think sometimes I get a little bit too invested sometimes with my children when they, especially when they were growing up and they would want to know, well, you know, picking their, you know, things in life as far as what they would do, go to college, whatever career and stuff that they wanted to do, because I was always mm-hmm. career uh, driven, you know, and I would be like, well, you need a career, you know, because a career would take you longer, you know, take you further than you just having a job. You know, that's how I always thought. That's how I always feel. That's how I still feel to this day. So education was big for me because of how my education was growing up, even though I did get my education, but I mainly got all my education as a grown woman, you know, not as a child like I should have. But so that's why school was so big for me in my home when it comes to my children. And I always wanted them to have careers out of life or own their own business or, you know, whatever it was that they want to do. I wanted to push them in that direction. So if they say, well, mom, you know, I want to be a model or I want to be, you know, do fashion or I want to do photography, whatever it was that they wanted to do, then, okay, well, let's get to that. Let's get you there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Let's get you there and let's go for it. And whatever we need to do to help financially, spiritually, mentally, let's do it because you want the success of the child. That's that's basically what it is. No parent wants to worry about their child once they get grown and they get out there on their own. Yes. You know, no parent that's wants it. to worry about that child. They want to make sure that child mm-hmm. is good to go with taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? because. Well, that's what Jesus said when he left here. We're supposed to do greater things than what he had done. Mm-hmm. God always wants us to grow. Yes. You know, Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature, mm-hmm. right? Same thing. We want our children to do more than what we've done with yes. our lives. We what parent better? Yeah. What parent doesn't want their child to yes. be successful? 
you know, go to school, be a doctor, a lawyer, whatever. But you know what, parents, you got to plant that seed. You got to yes. see what your child likes. Mm -hmm. Somewhere down the line, your child is showing you something or yes. whatever they watch you on TV. And mm -hmm. they say, when you hear them say, man, I want to be a football player. Or, I want to be like Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Or I want to be like that person or yes. this person. Mm -hmm. What you do, a key point for parents, you start pushing them that way. Yes. If they like start basketball, the put them in the basketball. If they yes. like football, put them in whatever it may be. Being a doctor or whatever, yes. you buy something you that buy push your them child. that way. Yes. And that's the problem with a lot of us. We'll see a child saying, you know what, I like this, I like that, but then you want them to follow in your footsteps. Yes. But everybody's not going to do what you want them to do. No. Some people call for different, you know, different positions, different yes. things in yes. life. Mm -hmm. So you got to find out what they enjoy mm -hmm. and push them that and push direction. Them in, our, in our direction you know? and encourage them along yes. the way. Don't down them. Yeah. Don't, you know, talk bad about them, mm -hmm. but help them and help them in the way in which they want to go. That's what the Bible says. Train them the way they should go and they shall yes. not depart from that. So mm -hmm. if you're training them in the way that they say they want to go and it's a good place that they want to go to and you're helping them, then as you, you know, work with them, they should reach that success in life where they want to be. Yeah. And don't know what they want to do. So um, I just think that is just so important. And then also, too, another thing that I believe is important as a mom and a dad. Um, is to be able to, you know, as your kids are growing up in your home, you know, um, my kids would go to work and stuff like that. So, yes. you know, my thing was, well, I have to teach them or we have to teach them how they would have to handle things if they wasn't living in our home. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we would charge them rent. Yep. They would have to pay bills. They would have to pay their own sale bill. They would have to buy, you know, we would help them buy a car. We would help them with the first down payment on a car or, you know, or the first half of the car. But they would have to work for that second half for the car. And then um, they would have to get, you know, their own insurance and all that kind of stuff. And then line up their finances, you know, work with them with a budget to line up their finances to be able to pay for that stuff. So, you know, we need to teach them how to live, get out your house and live on their own. Yes. You know, you got a lot of parents say, oh, well, I want this kid out. This kid got to go. But what did this kid learn? What did this kid, did this kid learn how to pay rent? Did this kid learn how to pay bills and all of those kind of things? You have to prepare them. And that was one thing the Lord had us to do for my one son who moved, like I said, all the way over to Texas. Yes. And uh, we began to, um, I think it's starting to rain. Yeah, it is. We began to take and, um, you know, we had toyed him and toyed him and toyed him. So by the time he got to the age he was and they were asking him to come to Texas, he was ready and prepared. He went out there to Texas. He was out on his own. He was that far away from us for the first time ever in his life and having to pay for an apartment and pay his bills and buy him food and all of that. And, you know, he was able to handle it. He called us back and he was like, Mama, Dad, thank y'all so much for teaching me this because had I not learned this at the house with y'all, I probably would have been homeless. Yeah. And you got to teaching them responsibility. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to stay in life. You're not going to stay anywhere for free. You're not staying nowhere you know? for free, honey. Life will teach you behind yeah. something soon. You get out your parents' house. That's why you need the parent need to be preparing the child. Yes. You don't want them to keep coming back to you. That's why they keep coming back to you. You, you haven't taught them anything. Yeah. You haven't pushed them out there. And then the other side, too, we learned that. You know, a lot of parents, because when you got 18, you kick the kid out of the house. Uh -huh. But we never did that. As long as they go into college, working, making something out of themselves, yeah. Yeah. you know, that was they want them to stay. 
at yeah. home. It's only a problem if the kid is staying at home and you're not making mm-hmm. the kid do nothing. Yes. Because parents get mad at their children because their children don't want to do nothing in their home and it's because they don't require them to do nothing. Mm-hmm. See, that was a, that was not never me. You're not going to stay with me and I'm not going to require something of you. Okay, I require my kitchen to be cleaned. I require my house to stay clean if I clean it. And I require you to pay your bills around here and don't be asking me for no money. So, you know what I mean? You have to have requirements for your children when they live with yes. you. You know what I mean? Then that way they are living in your home, but they're living independently from you and they're handling their business. They're taking care of their bills. They're paying you your rent on time and you ain't got to worry about it. And you don't have no noise with them because they ain't making them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the way that should go. And it's not wrong. You see, like like I was, we were talking about it one time. You see every other race sticking together. Mm-hmm. You know, they children. Yeah. See Chinese people, Filipinos, they all building business together and do all kind of this stuff like that. It's nothing wrong with it. Yes. It's nothing wrong with a family working no, together. No, it's nothing wrong with anybody you know? staying with each other exactly. and helping each other to get there where they mm-hmm. where they need to be next. Yeah. You know, our kids could always come back and live in this house, no matter where they are, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and my daughter, too, that's in Florida with my grandbaby. She already know. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's no, no problem there. There's no issues there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we have trained them the way they should go. And they, you know what I'm saying? And they have not departed from that. So, you know, of course they go off in life and they have their friends and they friends, they all their friends, you know, they do certain things or whatever, but they know where they stand and they know what kind of people they are, you know? So, but anyway, God is amazing. I just want to read this. Can I read something? Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. I want to read Colossians 3.20 and it says, children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. Okay, that's mm. that right there is good. So, and I wrote here, in other words, if you have a child that disrespects you, then you do not please the Lord and you need to correct that behavior or you need to take them to God in prayer, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes children learn to disrespect their mother because they see their father doing it or they see them disrespecting their father because they see their mother doing it. It, it Either way, parents, let's not do this Let's not do those things in front of our children. It does change the way they think about respect. And it that's the truth. It does. Yeah. They saying the parents arguing all the time together, you know, which we did in the beginning of our marriage. We argued a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the beginning. So our kids did see that. But as time went on, we went in our bedroom and we had our tater taste. You know, we were shut the door mm-hmm. because it was between me and him. It wasn't between... Yes. All of them and, and me and him, mm-hmm. you know, no, whatever we were dealing with, it was between us and we needed to go behind closed doors to talk about that because that's exactly where kids learn how to be disrespectful. They learn how to disrespect their mates. Mm-hmm. They learn how to be disrespectful to, you know, grownups and all that kind of, just, just disrespect. And you have to keep respect. Respect level need to be high in your home when it comes to mothers, fathers and, and children, you know, grown or not. There need to be a respect level with everybody. You know, if you have some people who have children and they grow up in their home and the parents don't want to respect their room, they don't want to respect that they got their door closed. They don't want to respect that the child is growing up and getting older, you know, or becoming a teenager. They don't want to respect the fact that the kid is, you know, the kid needs a little bit more space. The kid don't want to be around their little brother or their little sister sometimes. You know, it just depends, you know, on who's the oldest. And that there should be a little bit of uh, a little bit more leeway when it comes to the older one versus the smaller ones. 
you know, even though that older one needs to be disciplined enough to know and have respect enough to know when you need them to take care of the smaller ones, that they will have that responsibility of leadership to be able to do that. You know, you're not teaching a kid leadership when you don't make them responsible for their brothers and sisters, because even the Bible tell you about how we're responsible for each other and how we're supposed to be there for each other. Yeah. You know what? I feel something right now. <laughs> I feel that I need you know? to uh, talk to some men right now. Mm -hmm. You know, the problem I got with a lot of our color, I'm talking to the black men right now. Mm -hmm. men, men of God, men out there on the street. And, and it's coming to a point now we need to respect our own color mm -hmm. because we got so many of us. We we, we want to rob our own stores, mm -hmm. breaking our own people's house because you see they got a little better than mm -hmm. us. This foolishness right here, you mm -hmm. know, just because my neighbor's black and he got a nicer car and all that. I ain't envy of him. Thank God for him. Mm -hmm. Bless him. You know yes. what I'm saying? If God can do it for him, he can do it for you. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of us, these young men out here, stop robbing your own color. This mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Stop hurting your own people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be robbing and stealing anyway. Get off your tail and get a job and mm -hmm. work hard. I've been working all my life. I don't go out there and beg nobody for nothing. I've been working. Don't say to somebody there ain't no jobs out there. When you mm -hmm. got a family or whatever to take care of, you take whatever you can get until you get on your feet. Mm -hmm. What they say back in the day, it's a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't make excuses because you want to stay uh, talking about blaming the white man and all this kind of mm -hmm. foolishness. No, mm -hmm. you you still, when you wake up in the morning, you can do better for yourself. Yeah. Even if somebody got their foot on your neck or whatever, you you can you can you go to the Lord in prayer. Yes. And God will get you out of this situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you need, when you know you need some food or you got a family to take care of and mm -hmm. you need to be responsible for somebody, you will find a job. Yes. You'll wash dishes. Mm -hmm. You'll do something that maybe somebody else won't do. But you say, you know what? I'm not going to stay here, though. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I might start here in this situation, but I could, I know I, I don't have to stay here. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of things, a lot of times with us, too. We start there being a dishwasher and we want to stay there. Mm -hmm. And I understand that's mindset that yeah. we got. Mindset. But I'm saying tonight, I'm praying that you can be more than a dishwasher or, yes. or a grass cutter or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. You can own that company. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just because you started there at the bottom, that don't mean you got to stay at the bottom. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because your child, your son is going to follow you. Yes. So whatever seeds you sow, that's what's going to be in that child. Yes. So you showing that you're abusing the mom or you're not keeping a job, you sowing that seed right into yeah, your child. But you got to stop it. Mm -hmm. Make a decision today to say, you know what? My son and my daughter, they ain't going to be like that. Yeah. Because I'm working hard so they can do better than what I did. I'm going to mm -hmm. give them my opportunity to go to college. I'm going to get them their first car because I never had it. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? It's little things that you could do as a mom and a dad to help yes. your children mm -hmm. go to the next level. Mm -hmm. If I got to discipline them, you're not going the way your brother went or the yeah. way your father did. He ran off. I'm not raising you that way. Mm -hmm. I remember my mom told me that uh, I was hanging around the wrong kids and I was stealing. But my dad wasn't in the home. Mm -hmm. But I stole something cops brought me home. I was young. <laughs> but I ain't gonna tell you the whole story. I'm gonna kind of sum this you up. Got time. But when I when the cops brought me home, I was in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I ducked and I hid because it was summertime. And it was like around June school was about to be out hanging around the wrong kids. Uh -huh. So I ducked. I ain't went none of the people on my block to see me. I'm hiding in a police car. Uh -huh. So I get home. My mom in the kitchen cooking. The cop came by the door. And I said, I said, Mom, somebody here to see you. <laughs> She turned around, saw the cops. Boy, she was mad. You should have seen my mom's face. She was mad. And the cops said, Miss Pittman, you know, I know your son's nervous and he's scared. Uh, um, you know, he stole something and, um, you know, 
and then we just had to bring him to your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom said, "All right, officer, thank you very much. I got this." Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh Lord." <laughs> so, and the cop said, "Okay, all you got to do is just discipline him. Uh, we know he's scared and everything." My mom said, "Okay, officer," like pushed him out the door. I got this. Mm-hmm. My mom was like six two, three hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. She's a big woman. Mm-hmm. So anyway. My mom said, ah, you going upstairs, you ain't eating tonight. Mm. Going upstairs, you ain't eating tonight. You ain't getting uh-huh. nothing to eat. I thought I was getting away with it, y'all. Mm. Boy, my mom thought about it. Like, I was taking my shower. I went and laid down. And all of a sudden, that big woman came in that room. Oh, <laughs> she tore my tail up, y'all. And then I was like, oh, I'm sitting on the bed crying. Oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. I still remember the day. Yeah, my mom tore my tail up. <laughs> So she must have went downstairs and thought about it. Came back up there again and whooped my tail again. Slammed me against the wall and said, look, I'm your mom and your dad. I didn't raise you like this and you not no thief. I bet you won't steal nothing else after the night. Tore my tail up again, y'all. When she whooped my tail again, I ain't think about stealing nothing from nobody. You couldn't pay me to steal from somebody. But, oh yeah, I remember. I'm 55 now and I remember that whooping. She tore my tail up. See, the lesson was tore and But you know what? I say I got away learned. from them boys and I didn't do what I did. Okay. See, she whooped me twice and she said, bring your tail on down here and eat. And I didn't want to see that woman no more. I didn't even want to sit down there and eat by her. <laughs> Hell, I was about to throw the plate at her or something. So she let you eat? She let oh, me eat afterwards. She, but she want, told my she tail up. She didn't want to not let you eat. That's why she beat you again. Yeah, but, but I didn't want to sure see that woman. The, you got the message. Please. I didn't want to be nowhere near my mom. But you know what? I understand. And I knew she was right. Yeah. She was right what she, she did because I was going the wrong growing, way. You know, trying to turn a man, a young boy into a man. Yeah. So, so she had yeah. to do what she had to do. Mm-hmm. She was a single parent. Yeah. And I'm speaking to somebody tonight. You got to do, you can't raise up these kids soft. No. You know, and letting them get away with stuff because they're going to think they can do it all day life. And that's why a lot of them wind up in prison. Mm-hmm. If you don't teach them and you don't discipline, the world is going to teach them. Yes. Other people are going to teach them. Games are going to teach them. No. Yep. And then, you know, our kids, when we wasn't home, we made them watch like sounding out stuff because that was my pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest with you, I didn't learn what I was supposed to learn. And I said, that's my testimony, but I'm not going there all the way. <laughs> but I didn't learn what I was supposed to learn in school, but I went to school every day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I couldn't figure out. That's my pet peeve with mm-hmm. school. But the whole thing, I'm telling you tonight, start your kids off early, listening to sounding out words yes. and reading yes. and make them read. If they don't want to read, make them read. Yep. See, I wish I had a father, a mother. Mm-hmm. My mom, she only finished the ninth grade. Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't around. So I'm only learning what I'm learning from them. You got to think about it. My grandfather couldn't read. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother only went to sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about this type of stuff. What you this is what you get. We wasn't, you know, when a white person say y'all should be on the same level. You know, you only can be on the level that your parents was on. That's what they not getting. And this is what we got to explain to white people or people, period. You know, a lot of even some black people talking about, oh, I mean, I got this because of my parents. Well, maybe your parents played football or basketball and they had sense enough to tell you to or a doctor or whatever, tell you to go that way. Mm-hmm. But if you was raised in the country where we had an outhouse, go out in the woods and go to the bathroom. Come on, somebody. Let me mm-hmm. talk to you now. This is how I was raised up. So I was raised up behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. So whatever I got, I, I felt as though I had to work hard. I ain't know nothing about, hey, I can go get me an easy job and do this. No, I was taught to work hard. Mm-hmm. And most of my family, my uncles and all them, they worked in the fields. So this is what we learned. And that was the level 
they was on until they started escaping and moving to the city. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? I'm helping somebody tonight. Mm -hmm. Your child learned from you. Yeah. Whatever you teach them, that's what you're giving them. Mm -hmm. If you're teaching them how to sell drugs and do this stuff, that's what you taught your son. If you don't want your son to go or daughter to go that direction, you got to change it as a parent. Yes. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but young man, your son don't have to go your way. There's right. something out there that you can do better. Yes. Amen. 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 You know, I didn't plan on going there tonight, y'all, but yep. sometimes we got to be real and say, you know what a father, this is what a real father is. Mm -hmm. Real father going to tell his son or his daughter where you stand. You know yes. what I'm saying? Don't let a man disrespect you. Mm -hmm. Son, you go out here. You're going to have to make it. Get you a job. Do this. And I'll help you as long as, you know, all I can. Mm -hmm. Because I want you to do, have a, a your goal, whatever it is to be. I'm here to help you. Yes. I'm your father. I want to see you have a nice family, a nice wife, kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. Get your own business started. Yeah. Don't do, don't, you don't have to continue working for somebody. No. You go to school, make something out of yourself. Get that business going. Yes. Be your own CEO or whatever. Own your own business. Yes, that's right. You see what I'm saying? I'm that's talking right. to somebody out there. Start now while you're young. Mm -hmm. If you're 15, start saving some money. Mm -hmm. Learn that. They never taught us that. Take your your credit classes. means something. Your credit score yes. means Take something. Take some credit score classes. Take Am I talking classes. to somebody out there? There's a lot that tonight. you can do. I mean, it's so much, and there's so much free stuff on the internet right yes. now. It's not even funny. It's no excuse. This is what a mom and a dad does. Yes. Wanna want you to elevate yourself to the next they want level. You to have so you ain't banging best. or being behind the eight ball. Yes. And one day you look back, you ain't got nothing to give your kids because you ain't leave them nothing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And you haven't taught them how to leave a legacy. Exactly. You you want your children, you want to leave a legacy for your children, and then you want those children to grow up to leave a legacy for their children. Yes. So what legacy are you know is the is you know what mm -hmm. legacy are you leaving for your children? Yes. You know. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to think about as a parent. And that's what we you know when we come on do the marriage cafe or whatever we do is to elevate the kingdom. Yes. It's, it's we got a purpose. God is speaking to us that you can do better with your life. You yes. know what I'm saying? This is what God wants. Mm -hmm. He wants you to have the best. He wants you to be successful. Yes. You know, and he wants you to appreciate what he give you in life. Yes. That's what a good dad does. That's what a if I give my does. son a car, I want him to take care of it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I want him to make me proud when that car, the, the motor had to fall out for him to, cause he appreciated it because I gave it to him. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know who we talking to tonight, yes. but God got somebody. We talking to somebody yes, out there tonight. Yes, yes. God is speaking it's to you. It's time to step up your game as yeah. a parent. You can you do know, better with your life. Step up your game as a father. Step up your game as a mother. Yes. It is what it is. Hallelujah. And you have to God. teach these kids about the Lord, because if you ain't teaching them about the Lord, you ain't teaching them nothing. Mm -hmm. And I got that. a I got a number one question God gave me mm -hmm. to say to parents. Your children is saying to you every day. You know what that question is? Can I count on you? Mm. That's the question. That's what a child want to know from a parent. It ain't about your money and all that. Yeah. When I need you, can I count on you? Mm -hmm. And that's what God is saying to us today. He's our father. He's saying, can I count on you? Yes. That's good. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Anyway, God is amazing. And we're just so grateful that you were able to join us tonight for the Marriage Cafe. Um, make sure that you like us or actually... Um, you say that subscribe. I always yes. forget that word subscribe. I got to start thinking subscribe. She's so subscribe good. to us on YouTube as well yes. as you know if you're not in the cafe or you don't if you know somebody who needs to be here at the cafe, add them to the cafe and then make sure you share, share, share the video so that other people 
can um, see what you're getting in the cafe. Also, too, um, make sure that you download Podbean to your phone so that every week you will not have to ever miss an episode because you'll be able to get all the episodes that we have out there currently and new ones Mm -hmm. every single week on a Sunday on like this morning at midnight. You get a new uh, podcast every single Sunday morning, um, Sunday morning. Yeah. So um, if you don't have Podbean on your phone, you can go to your Play Store and download it and uh, and then subscribe to the podcast, you know, so that you get them. You know, and the other thing, too, about the Marriage Cafe, we want to, you know, comment on it and let us know if you need help in a certain area. So yes. we'll know what the study pray us. about. Yes, and us messages. Yes. It's not all about us coming on here, talking to y'all, preaching to y'all. It's about sometimes if you have a question or you need some help. You can message us. We have people all the time, though, that do get on there and they will message us. They'll tell me they read my book. I know I had a lady this week. She was like, she read my book and it really touched her. She cried when she was reading because she had been through the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I was able to minister to her this week. So if you need prayer or if you need, you know, a personal conversation with me and Bishop, you know, we have no problem with videoing you and talking to you and ministering to you. We have no problem with that. So just message us or whatever, you know, just let us know, you know, what you need. Yes. You don't, don't you know, know, a closed mouth don't get fit. Yes. Okay. That's how and we then do don't that. forget Thursday night. I come on at six. Change the game podcast. Yeah, don't forget the podcast. y'all. With Bishop Pittman. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And then don't forget my wife, either her book, wonderful book. Couple yes. of daily wisdom for, for your, your marriage. marriage. Yes. Go to daily, daily which is my site. Also, I have a new one coming out very, very soon. So just be on the lookout for that. I'm yes. working diligently every day this week to get it done, to finish it up, clean it up, and get everything else I need to get done to it. So don't forget if you want to sew in the ministry. Yes, you can go to um, you can cash app us at uh, dollar sign marriage cafe, and um, you can cash up us right there and just you know whatever you want to send if that's what you want to do so yes let's just pray out anyway we're going to pray for you guys for the week and yes. that we enjoy y'all but we will not be on live next sunday we're going to take a break we need a break y'all we need a little bit of a break we mm-hmm. love y'all yeah. but we do need a break and then i'm on every day doing um you know married with the moments so that's an everyday video that i do that i do you know i don't do it live but i do it every morning and i make yes. sure it's out by 12 o'clock so that is something that i do every day so make sure you get in on that too as well and on the marriage with the moments page. Yes. Well, let's pray. You want to pray us out? Nope, you pray us out. All right. Let, I'll pray you out. Pray off all the fathers. Dear Lord, we just come before you again as humble as we know how. Yes. We lift up this day to you. We lift up all the fathers. Yes. And we pray that they had a blessed and awesome Father's Day, yes, Lord. Lord. And Lord, we pray for your people that tuned in tonight. Bless them from their yes. head to their toes. And they going and they coming. Yes, Lord. Lord. Your Lord, word we... say, no weapon formed against no us shall prosper. Yes, and Lord. we believe. We walk by faith and, not, and by not by sight. Lord, we pray that each and every one that tuned in tonight and their loved ones have a blessed and awesome and wonderful yes. week. Yes. And this is our prayer in your loving son. Jesus' name Jesus. we pray. And we all say, Amen. Amen. And amen. I speak blessings, blessings. And financial favor. And what I always present, financial blessings this week for you guys, yes. for your family. Your The money you got is not going to mean nothing compared to what God is getting ready to give you. So stay woke and keep focused. Amen. All right. Love y'all. I have a blessed, fantabulous, fantabulous, fantabulous week. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm.